This episode is sponsored by Field Notes Brand, USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com, or if you're in Chicago, swing by their store at 400 North May. It's totally worth it. The notebooks not only work for taking notes, but also doodling. You don't have to be in the field to use them. Nope. Hey, I'm David Flora. And I'm Dave Stecco. We've got a great episode for you, a little bonus. Mm -hmm. A great episode, a great guest, some great stories, a great adventure, and a great leap forward for our tiny little empire. That's that's true. We've traveled to the 2015 Milwaukee Paracon. That's right. Paranormal convention. Yep. And um, we're bringing you uh, some audio from the road Mm -hmm. that was recorded on my phone. (laughs) High quality. And then... uh, we're, we're throwing it back to ourselves uh, to talk about how the, the conference went and um, our experience be, being at a table. And then uh, our lovely guest, Greg Bach, That's right. is here. And he will be, uh, he, he actually was sent out to a couple of the uh, speakers that they had. And he'll, he will relay what he found and heard and saw. I would, I would say that most, the entire weekend was brought to, brought to you, the listener by Greg Bach and Greg Bach industries and his lovely co-owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Greg Bach is not the president of Greg Bach industries. He is a he's part a of comptroller. a, yeah, he's part of a two two person board of directors. The other half being his lovely wife, Bridget. Yes. Thank you to both Greg and Bridget for everything this weekend. Yeah. They've not only put us up, Bridget's made amazing food. Greg has been the most glorious unpaid intern in the history of anything. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into our road trip and stories and, uh, all that stuff. And yeah. We'll, we'll see you back on the other side for some discussion. <laughs> uh, coffee. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Oh, we're on the road now. We have just started. There's Dave driving. He's right there. He's right there. I'm. He's I'm now in a, a distracted driver. So, welcome to our epitaph. They'll probably play this at the inquest. <laughs> no one expects the death inquest. <laughs> <laughs> and some asshole will be like, oh, "Well, if it was all true, then how come they're not ghosts now?" Because <laughs> we are ghosts and we're haunting you, but not in a direct way. You're gonna like bounce checks for very small amounts of money. <laughs> we we know where to get you. It's like a thousand paper cuts. All right. <laughs> this this is an experiment. We'll see how it, how it turns out. That's right. We just crossed into Wisconsin, which is French for Wisconsin. Ooh la la! <laughs> C'est un état du fromage! Fromage for all! Hey, we just passed the Mars Cheese Castle and it took everything we had not to turn in. We're on a tight schedule. It's because Flora lunged across and grabbed the wheel and stopped me from doing it, which was extremely unsafe. And it took all I had. Yeah, it's because I was going to get that cheese. The Mars Cheese Castle is a castle. Where they sell cheese. And beer and encased meats. In that order. I don't know where Mars comes into it, but 
Well, shut it's up. It's out of the throne. I don't know. Oh, uh, there's no. Uh, where, where, where is Mar Veronica Mars from Mars? Uh, uh, that show's stupid now. Jesus, Flora. Could you just take one step outside your literal mind? Out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> So we are pulling up at the residence of Greg Bach, who is kind enough to host us tonight. So this is the directions, but this is just an alley behind a methadone clinic. Is this right? That's what it says. The Google Maps and MapQuest told me that. Greg's place. Greg's place. <laughs> Let's see. Let's go in and see where he is. Well, I was gonna record us walking up to Greg's <laughs> as soon as I hit record. It's mowing time. All right, ringing the doorbell. This is gonna sound great. Oh, I like this. Here this we is go. Kind of like a burlesque kind of thing. There's a doorbell that's been taped oh, over. Oh, here we go. Oh my God, it's Greg. I like Bach, that you covered everybody. this for decency because that was a little, little long. Oh, you know, that's electrical tape. It's sort of a burlesque thing. Greg. Oh, brother. Craig, maybe maybe we'd be invited into your home vampire style. Oh my gosh, are you? We're recording. Oh, huh? wow. Let me uh, just for poster. Oh, let, let him change. <laughs> let him get some pants on. Oh no. <laughs> oh well, welcome to the welcome to the abode. Let me take you on a tour. We're going to tour Greg's place. We'll we'll be back. All right. <laughs> Dave just availed himself of Greg's bathroom and he's strutting back into the room now. Damn it. <laughs> cool this foil. <laughs> I just peed all over everything. Chewy, chewy. Well, you celebrate the victory. Exactly. I hate your gotcha journalism. <laughs> I, just, just a few questions. Just, just want to ask you a couple things. <laughs> uh, we're gonna load in our stuff to Greg's because we're gonna set up a recording studio here. Ooh. Yeah, a complete and total uh, studio, and then complete and total and total, <laughs> totally, totally, coast to coast, <laughs> soup to nuts, <laughs> the whole enchilada. <laughs> As though that's not. Three things. <laughs> he always acts this way after he pisses. <laughs> oh, I'm still in the afterglow. <laughs> so we're gonna do that, and then we're gonna head over to the uh, the con. Yeah, I guess oh gosh, this is my first con. It's our first yeah. con too. <laughs> Be gentle, weirdos. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stop. <laughs> We've landed at the con. Yeah, we're all set up. We've got legit. our table set up. And we're soups legit. Got some uh, some finger dinglers. Finger dinglers to give away. Got, got some shirts got, to sell. We got uh, got our picture, picture getting taken. Yeah, yeah. we're we're we're, we're <laughs> totally so legitized. Up. We are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> nice. <laughs> got her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> got some business cards, a few magnets. Wow. And Greg, we have sent Greg Bach out to get candy yeah, to give away. Unpaid intern, Greg Bach. <laughs> Greg is the gooch. Oh, no. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. I got, I, 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 
I, I, I'm going to wait. I can't. I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, guys. I'm not going to be here all day. I've got to tell you what, Greg. We're your ride. <laughs> oh, and speak of El Diablo. He comes bearing candy. We were just discussing that if for, for, for today you actually are the gooch. <laughs> I'm fine with that, sirs. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Come on, now, guys. Now take a picture of us, Greg. Oh, <laughs> uh, we uh, have passed the Mercator for hour five. Yeah. For the for the uh, Paracon, been going great. Met a lot of cool people. I stopped listening to questions and just answering them. However, I thought I don't. Sorry he, about that. He everybody. literally just did. Someone asked us just just now. So you you your focus is on photos. Dave's like, yep. Yeah. Sure is. There we go. He's going to be a great father. <laughs> but it's going great. It's been yeah. a lot of fun so far. Making tons of fun friends. Yeah. about business cards. Exhaustive, but uh, uh, worth it. So I got to meet Grey Cat. We, we all got to meet Grey Cat. Met got a couple some... of fans of the podcast, and we got to sell some shirts, because those are for sale. Man. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. You can't see them. I'm showing them to you right now. There they are. <laughs> What a he jerk. actually did. He did. That's what I like is that he went through with it. <laughs> it's called method acting. Yeah, Greg. Uh, no, it's called being a dick. <laughs> no way, man. Greg's, Greg's like the world's best gooch on earth. The gooch. <laughs> Greg the gooch That's right. gooch gooch Gross. <laughs> That's our check-in. Deal with it. Yeah. Paracon is over. Paracon is over and we achieved it. We did. And thank you to everyone who came out and said hello. Yep. I, uh, it was awesome. Great Cat Fancy Feast, as well as Johnonymous and their friend, drove nine friggin' hours. None. They are the, they're the real MVPs. They are. They deserve a certificate. <laughs> well done. Um, yeah, thanks to everybody who said said hi and, and yeah. hi to all our new friends. And uh, I think we we made some some great connections. I think it's yeah going to be some some cool stuff in the cut. Yeah, out. we found some great smart people who know their fields. So you'll get to see some new guests probably coming up. Some yep. new collaborative things. It was just a, a fun day all around. It was a fun day. It was a very successful day. I we both met Jay Nathan Cow. Who, yep. who did a lot of Goatman uh, stuff, which which we may be uh, coming, oh, yeah, maybe <laughs> touching on later. Yeah, I met touching uh, on that Goatman. I met Linda Godfrey, who has written ton of books. He got the digits, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Extra funny because she writes stuff about um, werewolves. Oh, you're the man now, dog. <laughs> you're the man now, dog. Uh, and super, super great. How's awesome, that, awesome that mid-recording pretzel treating you for? Uh, awesome you going to finish that or just keep eating a pretzel while we record? It, well, it started as a prop. <laughs> super awesome fun time. Congratulations and thank you to Greg Bach for helping yeah. out. The world's best <laughs> unpaid intern. Greg Bach, the gooch. The, the true gooch. <laughs> the true gooch. Greg, the true gooch Bach. And his lovely wife, Bridget, who even at this moment is making an amazing... Slaving in the kitchen. Yeah, while we're just sitting here yakking, she's making some of the most amazing food on earth. She is glorious. We partook of her candied nuts earlier, and whoa. they sustained us through the through the paracon. They were delicious. What do you mean? Whoa! Pump the brakes, phrasing, brother. <laughs> uh, that's how you get ants. <laughs> we're coming back. Let's let's do. I'll throw a little music break in here, and then we'll come back and uh, and we'll talk about what we what learned. happened at the the old paracon with Mister yeah. Rock. 
So I think I, we, we, our plan was to record more, but there were so many more attendees in in uh, what should have been plenty of space. But it was, I mean, and, and it was nothing but success on the part of the Milwaukee, the first ever Milwaukee Paracon. Yeah. That it, there was so much more interest. Like the place was packed. There yeah. was people everywhere. It was super loud. So we didn't actually get to record as much as we'd wanted to while we were there. We kind of had to wait for these lulls so that we could even be heard over the the, the din yeah exactly and congratulations to t krulos the the founder of of the feast as it were yeah, um, yeah very well done everything went so well there was no like oh there's no bathrooms or anything like that like everything went so well everyone was so excited to be there and it was it was just a fun day it was a great great successful event uh, and i think everybody had a had a good time good speakers there uh and a lot of a lot of good t-shirts and and books to be sold and had mm-hmm. and we bought a few t-shirts sold a few t-shirts because that happens now gray cat fancy feast the third and his brother janonymous made a nine hour trek from omaha with their friend who is a very patient person <laughs> <laughs> hadn't uh, heard us before yeah, but, but, but but did on the whole road yeah, trip <laughs> had nine hours of us i think yeah so that that was so nice and so thank you guys so much for coming out that was a so blast kind. it was great to to finally get to meet you face to face and um and and just like and so many other fans of the podcast came out like it, i i was like shocked and and humbled and yeah was, listeners so- uh cory and steve yep, uh, came yep. up to to see us uh, that was that was great to meet those guys. Um, yeah, just a ton of fun, uh, a success all around. And uh, um, let's let's hear from uh, Greg, who did. <laughs> he was not only our our Milwaukee navigator, uh, but also our candy getter, our <laughs> our uh, speaker listener too, and uh, would grab people from. Uh, up to 10 feet away yeah, from yeah. the table. You would rope people in that, to tell so them that to they couldn't to possibly us. ignore us. So, so yeah, Greg, how, how, how did the day go from your perspective? Hey, David. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reporting here from my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody mentioned this. We are recording this from the home of Greg Bach now. Right. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, it was a very interesting, it was a very interesting thing to attend. Uh, I was intrigued from the moment you told me about it, and I wanted to see what it was all about. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, very interesting to see a group of people so passionate about something that um, I, I don't have. Like, yeah, I'm a skeptic, so I don't. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, for, and I was talking to a friend of mine who's very much a believer, very much into tarot reading, things of that nature, and she kept asking me, "Well, what? How do you feel about it now? How do you feel about it now?" I said. Really, how I feel about it is I'm I'm not interested in the beliefs. I'm interested in the people who believe the beliefs mm-hmm. and their stories and where they come from. Was it something that they were brought up through their family? Was it something one day they saw something go bump in the night and they decided that's it? I'm on this path. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so it was a very you know it was it was a, it was a very um, enjoyable thing to be a part of. I, I was happy I went. I'm glad you guys invited me. So it was fun. It was fun. fun Great. Time. And we're so happy that that you were able to to come to it. Now you wouldn't have normally gone to this type of thing, would you? Correct. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had. I had probably wouldn't even have heard about it, except maybe for the fact that my friend was there. Other than that, I, w- I didn't know these things happened, especially in Milwaukee. So well, well, and since this is the first one, you probably extra wouldn't know <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and there were so many. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, right off the bat, the first person that came to our table to talk to us had some pictures on her camera that she wanted to show us um, of something that she wasn't sure about. Yeah, some kind uh, of uh, shadowy yeah, mass. And, and it 
instantly like I realized like, Oh no, no. Like I, you know, at no point have Flora and I ever considered ourselves experts on anything. And, and, and I was very, I was like, no, 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 we're not experts. We just, we just do a podcast and we just look stuff up and like, but we don't, we don't know. We can't tell you what that is. Right. We, we don't. Right. Yeah. She was, she was looking for validation of what she saw in the picture uh, and was taking it to the different tables around there and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's always fun to look at that sort of stuff. But like you said, we, we can't say, well, here is what may be causing this or here is why this may be a ghost or yeah. a spirit, you know? And seeing and having her be one of the first people that came up to the booth instantly made me realize just what Greg said. Like we are amongst the believers and, and you know, we, I don't have to tell you, we run a pretty skeptical podcast in general, but also to get this out because it's, it's germane at this point. No, I did not make tinfoil hats. <laughs> I actually just forgot to bring the tinfoil. I, it was as simple as that. Even if I had brought it, I instantly would have put it under the desk and hope no one ever saw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sheila was entirely correct on that one. It was not the, the time and place for tinfoil hats. Yeah. But a, a lot of cool people uh, swung by the, the table though. I mean, Oh man, lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. And we met, we met so many cool people, people we get to have as future guests on the show. That's the best. Yeah. Um, it's other, so other cool. great podcasters. Um, we got to meet the really nice people from the other side podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. worth checking yeah. out kind of a, uh, a very musical, very kind of, I think, um, I haven't actually gotten to sit down and listen to it yet, but I talked to them a whole lot. Oh yeah. Was, we, we, we did a, a small spot, which yeah. may be on a, an upcoming episode of theirs. And they are they're They are also interested in the paranormal, they're musicians. So they actually write a song every week for their show. Mm-hmm. And so, um, really worth checking out. Yeah. The, uh, um, it's at www.othersidepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you can find their, their stuff. And Flora, um, you met, you met some podcasters. I actually never got over there. The podcast of the century and Greg knows, knows these guys too. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I did a, a spot on there. It, it was, it's such a, a, a loose, um, structure. It was great. Cause you could, you could talk to people at the table. You could get up and walk around a little bit, see what other people had to offer. Uh, people were very welcoming, you know, if they were actually recording there, which uh, these folks were. Yeah. And yeah, we, we sat down uh, at different times, uh, Greg and I did, and, and talked to these guys for a little bit. Very cool people. Actually, I I just met Damien and Julius for the first time that day. My friend Stacy is one of my partners in a sketch comedy group I do. So I was going there to meet them. Um but is she? She also is on the podcast. She's also yeah. The yeah. three of them are Damian, Julius, and Stacy are the regular people of that one. It was it's podcast of the century dot com. Podcast of the century dot com. Podcast of the century dot com. Yeah, it just that's what they told me. They were setting up and they were going to be there whole time recording the whole time, and they would just cut it into pieces and put it up. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And kudos to them. Yeah, but there was just it was so fun to see so many people interacting in, in in different means. You know, some people were paranormal investigators, some people were authors, some people were just just had a business that that caters to the paranormal and mm-hmm. were there. Um, but it it really made it clear. We met so many people that were that said, "Oh well, I came here by myself because my friends didn't want to go, but I've always wanted to come to something like yeah. this, and I was so excited to see that it was happening." And I think that's the thing. I think people generally don't discuss their their interest in the paranormal out loud and And yeah that was that was something that one of the guys uh, we talked to brought up Mm -hmm. was that you know uh, even uh, 20 years ago people were scared to to talk about this for fear of ridicule Mm -hmm. and it seems like the tide is changing a little bit or at least 
it's uh, uh, it's it's getting more accepted that you can talk about weird and strange things. And, and I mean, having said that, I, I do ridicule. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I, I just don't want anyone to think that I'm high or high roading this all of a sudden. I know what I am. <laughs> You're a comedian. <laughs> I found it interesting how you guys the the explanation of the podcast because I think you realized probably right away that if you said, well, we talk about these these ideas and these subject matters, people would say, oh, really? But you have to say, but we're comedians. And I heard you say there's skepticism in there. And we tried to bunk and really try to represent yourselves truthfully. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because that, that'd, be, that, that'd be a sucky thing to for someone, a big fan of the Paranormal Conference, come up and listen to me like, oh, they're just, are they making fun of me? Right. right. In this episode, we'll be shitting on the following things. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite, though, is a guy, a stack, I, I think it was, I can't remember, I get you two mixed up so often now. So do we. Uh, but one of you were, t- were talking to this gentleman who was very intense and, and, and you were pushing the business card to him. And he was saying, yeah, you know, I'm going to listen to you guys because some of these podcasts, they just don't take it seriously. They're always joking around and just like pulling the hand back. And eh, maybe we're not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a bit flora. I wasn't there for that Probably one. It sounds like, <laughs> sounds like I had something. I said good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny because it's kind of hard to pin down how we do this. Not exactly what we do, but like. We can talk uh, because we cover so much stuff. Yeah. We we start listing stuff mm-hmm. and you as soon as you see the people's eyes start to glaze a little bit, you kind of pull back and then you say, and we do it with comedy. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then that's kind of a good capper and then they can, you know, walk away or, or ask questions or whatever. But yeah, and one of the things they asked too was, what do you like here? And yeah, almost mm-hmm. every time someone said what they like, oh, we talked about that yeah. or it's on our list or yeah. it's something we know about, you know, it's. A lot of times people couldn't put their finger on it either. They're just like, we like all this stuff. Yeah. So we're, we were like, we do too. Yeah, you know? Perfect. That's what we do. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't listen to podcasts. So. Yeah. That was the amazing thing. You think in this world we live in where not only does everyone listen to podcasts, everyone has a podcast or two podcasts yeah. or a podcast network. There were so many people. And in young people, I said, hey, do you listen to podcasts? No. Oh, yeah, well, I will just walk away here and like pretend like nothing happened. Well, that was the best part, too, is I, you know, then you're like, oh, well, here, try this one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the, I, we gave a card to a guy at one point and I was like, oh, no, no, you don't understand. You there's no way once we've asked the question, you're not getting a card. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you listen to podcasts, or you don't. We have an answer for either way. So just take the card. It's just easier. Yeah. Don't, don't make me chase you. I can understand um, uh, kids a little more just because kids a lot of people really running away from me. Kids were running away from me left and right. It's weird. Well, you just got that. <laughs> you just got that look about you, Greg. At one point, one of you guys said, "Hey, did you want a card?" And I said to a kid, "Like, hey, do you want some candy?" Yeah. And I just realized what I had said out loud, and I just stopped talking for about twenty minutes. Oh, uh, Flora and I were doing that too. We were keeping a oh, running yeah. tally of like, because you get nervous, you know, yeah. like you're trying to. You've got this like six second window to sell your podcast or to make someone care about why we're there. And you end up, I mean, both of us, you just end up kind of rambling a little bit. Oh, totally. And, and trying to find a joke, but yeah, nothing, oh. nothing's in the cupboard. And you know? we, were, we were keeping a, a running score of like people we've just creeped out or otherwise <laughs> instantly turned off because you could see it in their face. They were like, uh-huh. I, I, I believe I won that one. I think oh. I came out with the more creeps because at one point I said something about Oh, yeah, we like talking about ghosts, but then the ghost is watching you pee or something like that. Yeah, you automatically went on that one. Was, I can't even think of context like, for that well, one. 
not not the best joke I could have done. <laughs> Stranger but, danger. But, but I, you know what though? You I mean you guys had it a little bit easier in, in uh, because you had to sell your podcast. Whereas other people were selling their wares. I mean, they were selling true. like a lot of material, equipment, books. I couldn't imagine going there, setting up shop, and hoping for the best. But but that's I mean, on the other hand, that's a little bit easier. You just sit back there and be like, mm, here it is. <laughs> yeah, you it, do, you don't. You yeah, do, you yeah. don't. Yeah. I noticed that uh, as we as we got through the day, you know, trying to trying to explain to people what we do, watching other people explain what they do. Um, you know, Flora and I were having this discussion, like, because of the the manner in which, and someone even asked us, oh, like, well, what's the split of like fact versus comedy? And I was like, well, it kind of, kind of that that needle swings around a whole lot. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, some some episodes are more factual. You know, like for example, uh, Dark Matter. You know, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. that was I think a more factual one, and some episodes are, are more jocular more, more fart jokes. And um, and I think honestly, at the end of the day. I think we're probably going to get as many one stars as five stars out of this. I think yeah. that we're going to, I'm so, I mean, it, it's a win as long as people try it or yeah. listen, but I, I don't know that it's going to be a, a, this uniformly good thing because I think we're going to get a lot of people who listen and are like, Hey, who are these clowns? Yeah, like now, next year is going to be the interesting one because all the people that listened in the last year, <laughs> like, Oh, I've been waiting to get in a room with you two. <laughs> my mother was a palladian <laughs> got any jokes now funny man <laughs> we when we did have more than one person come up saying that they had experimented with channeling and stuff mm-hmm. now you know to some of their credit they said well we were drunk and having fun you know but they still did it and and they were they were convinced yep. they had seen the eye of raw yeah that's right that woman and 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 she was super nice. She was like, "Oh, me and my friends get together. Oh, yeah. We try to we document it, but it but she you know didn't have that white knuckled like intensity. She was like, "Oh, it's a thing we do for fun, but it's it's you know, but we kind of take it a little seriously. I you know we record everything and yeah, and that's a thing too. Like everybody was super nice. It wasn't oh yeah, it wasn't like anybody was coming around being a dick for her or anything. So no, not a bit. Not what's a it, single, not a single like bad person came around. Yeah." It seemed like a nice bunch of people. I mean, it was fun. Everyone, there were some talkers. There were definitely some talkers. Oh, but yeah. you know, you guys seem to be doing really well with that. And I did, I, I did, and I, I, I did in in a rare move for me. <laughs> I did make sure that everyone at the table was cool with my plan before I enacted it. There was a guy there who was like handing out Infowars uh, bumper stickers. And I was like, I want to bait this guy. I kind of want to bait this. Is it, is it, is it going to piss you guys off? And they're like, I don't know. You do what you want to do. <laughs> and so as he walked by, I go, and that is why Jade Helm is a direct threat to the liberty we have enjoyed. And he didn't hear it. He just kept walking. I was like, ah, that's okay. I just tried it once. I just wanted to see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that would have been a nice moment for the day if I could get into it with an info warrior. I think my favorite moment of yesterday or the day or, you know, it's yesterday, Saturday mm-hmm. when we went, uh, was at one point, it, it was later in the day. We were probably around five o'clock starting to get, you know, the, the, yeah, the, that towards the end. Yeah. Towards yeah, the end. Like every, people are starting to pack up. It's still, but it was still pretty packed throughout the entire time. At one point, someone was asking about the podcast and someone said, you guys specialize in photos. Stecco just goes, yep. 
<laughs> yeah, I did. I autopiloted. I mean, we were kind of getting tired. I, I wasn't entirely listening. And and I was so used to, you know, over the course, we, we talked to hundreds of people. And it's that's a lot. Yeah. And I wasn't. Yeah, I just heard. Womp, womp, womp. I was like, yeah, we sure do. And, and everyone looks at me and they go, no, we don't. Were you even like, she's still standing there. And they're like, what, what are you doing, Dave? Like, we, no, we, ma'am, we don't specialize in photography. <laughs> it just, that was on me. Uh, but that, that was not the first time we got asked that too, Yeah, which was interesting. I mean, I guess it's, it's weird how we haven't gotten that more before. It, maybe. it, it honestly had never occurred to me that we would, but uh, it makes total sense. I mean, yeah. Every time we we Google it or something, that it, it it comes up photography anyway. So right, <laughs> it was just great to see people also come up to you guys and just say, "I'm a huge fan." Like that, oh, yeah. like Gray Cat being there was really cool. You guys know Gray Cat from the show and everything, but these people were just total strangers. Like I'm a huge fan of your podcast, and every yeah. time I saw that it was really awesome. I love that. There was a uh, a lady named Allison from the Milwaukee Ghost Tours uh, who came over and. Mm-hmm. and was was trying to think of who was <laughs> what was the part she goes <laughs> where was it when oh the the sweat hog he and and you did it he was like oh my mouth's pregnant and we were like what which, which, who said that which one which one of us said that who was and she was like you know he was in uh, uh, Saturday Night Fever and was like oh John Travolta that's <laughs> oh right God. we did say that oh yeah. my God I got my mouth pregnant. and then yeah and then for three minutes all of us are going oh my God yeah. <laughs> team pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was lovely. It was uh, super cool. It was it was, just, it was, was so people. great to 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 meet people who are fans of the podcast and 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 because I mean it was it, this was our first foray into that like into going out and setting up a table somewhere and talking to people and and it was it was a great it was just a, a great experience. Yeah, and if you if you don't follow us on Twitter and you have a a, a tweet handle, go ahead and follow us because we tweeted the whole day. We tried mm-hmm. to to put pictures with everything because I feel like pictures visual stuff is a little more interesting to to watch if you're getting bombarded by it anyway you know yeah there, but there was like the 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 ongoing saga of the lonely squatchman <laughs> lonely <laughs> squatchman there was a, a fellow dressed up in a in a big big foot yeah costume. and what did you name him he Stucco? was he was big man bear pig foot <laughs> <laughs> Well, he had kind of a snout, like kind of, in his costume, and yeah. and they were you know you could get your picture taken with him, and um, there were many hats you could yeah, wear. You could, yeah, you could put hats on him, and but for like the first part of the day, it was he was hugely popular. At the end of the days, people were going like, "Oh, let's get a picture before we go." But for a lot of the day, he was just kind of standing forlornly yeah. in a corner. And Flora and I, and I think we were getting punchy at one point. We were totally getting. Punchy. We could not stop laughing about the like. All of a sudden, Flora like start like I hear it. He dials up the the sad uh, Bruce Banner music, the lonely do, man, do, do, do. <laughs> and we like tears coming down our face. Couldn't stop laughing at the forlorn Squatchman in the corner. Um, we were we were talking to another podcast about the fact that there was a Sasquatch there, and also the the um what was the 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 Bigfoot the, the Bigfoot research uh, organ yeah, yeah. the BFRO uh, or something like yeah. that yeah Bigfoot yeah research. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, hmm. that was the first thing I heard. I told you guys about this that I heard somebody say with no irony in his voice. It's no big deal. I'm a Bigfoot hunter. It's great. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. I've got, yeah, I, I was over here with, I've got my tactical vest on. This guy comes out of the brush and I'm like, it's no big deal. I'm a Bigfoot hunter. It's cool. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> and we were saying that like, oh, uh, like, are they, are they willfully ignoring the fact that Sasquatch is in the room? Does this undo their whole <laughs> lives? Is this an ex, is this an existential crisis for is them? Is their series finale? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> 
he's been here the whole time. <laughs> he's at the Irish Cultural Center in Milwaukee. Yeah, or is it like some farcical comedy where like they leave the room and he walks into the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were and you were saying because you could pay five dollars to get a photo with him, and yeah. you were you were like it was like that part in the what show was it? The- oh, there used to be. If anyone's ever seen this, uh, please write in so I don't feel like so alone. But there's these cartoons called No Neck Joe. And they were just these short things. It was actually the same guy who made uh, 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 Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's mm. Laboratory. But it was like when he was like just kind of cutting his teeth, he would make these 15 second no neck Joe. And it was about this <laughs> this little boy named Joe who didn't have a neck. and His head just came out of his chest. And <laughs> and like, for example, he would uh, one of the no neck Joes was he would walk up to a booth and it would be like and he had a nickel in his hand and it was like ice cream, five cents. And he was like, yeah and he'd buy the ice cream and he's enjoying it and he walks in the next booth is next five cents and he's like oh <laughs> and that's where we're saying that like maybe the, 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 these guys came in and they were like squatch goggles five dollars <laughs> photo with sasquatch five dollars oh <laughs> 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 the hunt remains. Yeah. I wish. And, and I noticed that they didn't interact with him at all. <laughs> now, do you think that that was because they were, it was, it was, I mean, were they like, well, it's just not professional. Like guys, we gotta, we're serious about probably, this. Yeah. He's not probably a man. I, I, I clearly has a snout. Clearly yeah. that thing has a snout. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was big man, bear, pigfoot. Yeah. I am not it, a big man, bear, pigfoot hunter. <laughs> He's out of our jurisdiction, boys. It's really we, hard we to say, by the way. We can't touch him. No, no judge will give us a warrant. One, <laughs> uh, one of the guys from there, I think his name was Larry, uh, came over to talk to his real nice guy from. In the name of the the group was Bigfoot Field Research. That's it. Researchers Organization, the BFRO.net mm-hmm. is where they're at. And uh, yeah, real cool guy came talk to us. And and yeah, it's 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 all in good fun and everything. I, I should have, I wish that I had thought it because that was like at the very end of the day. And if I had thought about it sooner, I would have paid Bigfoot ten dollars to come with me over to the booth. For, <laughs> and just like hold up his arms and go, pictures. What? I got yeah. it. I got yeah. it. <laughs> next year, next year, that is absolutely going to happen. Uh, but there were some uh, there were some real high profile uh, speakers that that came to this thing, which we got to meet, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Um, J. Nathan Couch, who has uh, written uh, the book Goatman, Flesh or Folklore, which oh, we yeah. got a copy of. Yep, I talked um, to him. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, I talked to him. He, he's really nice. Uh, I think we're going to try and get him on the, the show in mm-hmm. the near future after we read the book and everything. Right. So that was really cool to meet. Uh, I was really excited to meet Linda Godfrey. Yeah. Uh, who's who's written Monsters of Wisconsin, uh, American Monsters. Uh, she's been on Coast to Coast and Miss Mysterious Universe. I think she's been on there and, and a huge name in, in the field. Yeah. A uh, super nice lady. Right next to us. Right, right. Sitting yeah. right next to us, like you know, two like, feet from us the whole time because we were packed in there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, super nice. I got uh, I got her book. Um, Wolfman. Let's see. Wolfman. Hey, <laughs> uh, good pickles. Hey, Mister Wolfman. I I got one of her books. <laughs> I forget, <laughs> yeah. forget, but it's in the it's in the car. Yeah, we did. We just had this this you know with with between the the shirts and all of our gear and just getting everything moved out. Like by the time we were leaving, we it, like we looked like the clampets, just trying to get everything out at once. It's true, but we fit everything in that box. Yeah, we did that T shirt. Yeah, box. we did. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Greg, you actually uh, 
went out and and saw a couple of these speakers. Yeah, did, yeah. I watched a couple. I we, did a couple which of we talks. Did, we didn't get to go to any of them because we had a booth demand. So tell us what you tell us what you learned, Greg. Well, I the first one I went to was something called Beyond Deep Black, which was a talk given by I'm not sure Nick Riesler, I believe his last last name is pronounced. It was in the pub downstairs at two p.m. and what he spoke on was. Uh, the subject of deep black, and that uh, that pertains to the black budget government projects. It's high clearance, need to know only goes even you know some things that the president doesn't even know because of of as he says in the talk, plausible deniability. And he said that this all these projects all started in forty seven with the discovery of Roswell. Now, what I'm saying here is him speaking. He completely like it's all him. Like so, these so, are all Greg Box beliefs. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I believe that uh, Jesus uh, is whoa, whoa, whoa. is, is yeah. an alien. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. On this podcast, it's Jesus the Christ. Yeah. <laughs> My apologies. Jesus the Christ. The <laughs> Christ is an alien. <laughs> yeah, so he said that. So this is according to his uh, talk. Deep Black is something that came out of the Roswell incident in '47 when Major Jesse Marcel. Uh, the the famous picture with him and the weather balloon that mm-hmm. happened, and and then came, then uh, produced something called the Ramey memo, which was General Roger Ramey directing. I guess I I was trying to type this really quick, directing the the United States to start looking into these projects. So the U.S. Air Force created certain projects, a uh, sign project, Grudge and Project Blue Book, and he specifically spoke on Blue Book for a mm-hmm. while. That's pretty well known. Yeah. So Blue Book started in 47, went till 69, was the official research arm for UFO sightings reports. uh, Of the government? Of the government, yeah. But these also included, uh, this also included most of the military industrial complex with like Lockheed and Boeing, things like that. But it was run by the government. It ended in 69, officially ended in 69, but of course, his belief that it never stopped. We just officially said it's over. Uh, he actually, at one point during one of his slides, he said he referenced Independence Day, where nice. the part, where, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, and he has the quotes on here, and and the where the president says, "Where do you get the money from? Where does this come from?" And Judd Hirsch's character says, "Do you think they actually spend twenty thousand dollars on a hammer, thirty thousand dollars on a toilet?" That's my Judd Hirsch impression, by the yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> thirty thirty thousand dollars on a toilet seat. Do you? I was going to say he was closer. Our Wolfman was closer. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Wolfman. <laughs> so I mean, they, they he used that as an example, and and they and there was a there was a Washington Post article in two thousand and thirteen that said the military R and D for black budget is about fifty three billion dollars a year. Doof. Yeah. So according he, to this guy, according to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very outgoing. Let me tell you. Well, that's cool. He spoke on DARPA and ARPA for a little while. I mean, he really covered everything you guys talked about in the episodes. So I don't Sweet. really need to go cool. into those. Cool. Talked about like $3 billion. Annual Nailed budget. it. Yeah. <laughs> talked about, he said, he said their biggest invention pulls his phone. I goes, pulls his phone out of his pocket. goes internet. <laughs> that was the most excited thing he did the entire time. <laughs> spoke about area 51. You know, I mean, just really, God, he said this was going to be a very broad stroke talk, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was very detailed, so I couldn't even imagine what a detailed talk from him would be. I mean, and, and honestly, I would have gone to it because the information was very interesting. Now, for me, the information was interesting because how they were speaking of like um, Deep Black, the 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 projects that we don't hear about, the technology they are creating, 
he he believes that what we see based on a conversation he had with a, a retired military man is that the technology we have in our hands today the government and the military industrial complex is about 20 to 50 years ahead of that it just hasn't been released mm-hmm. so as we're going and going but the thing was is at the end it all came around to this is all from also from the UFO landing. And that's for me personally where I sort of cut off. Like the idea that the government has decades beyond us technology, I buy that because they're the, they're the government and they have those kinds of projects. But the fact that it all came from a landing in Roswell, that's where I'm like, that's where I will, I'll pull off the wagon on that one. He talked a lot about how Bill Clinton came in saying, I want to know who shot JFK and I want to know uh, about Area 51. And he was promptly told no. You don't want to know this stuff. He you came won't. in asking that. He went out saying, where's McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, going, How can I got to say, it was a pretty good beach. It's probably <laughs> worth it. <laughs> See you guys in about 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't heard the last old Willie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Republicans. Go, 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 go. Uh, he said that he said that a uh, oh I didn't know about this is that Area Fifty One's actually it's not it's private land it's private land owned by Lockheed Martin oh so it's it's all like it's all done it's all being used by the government but it's actually private land owned hmm. by that company and that's where like there's like a, a tiny conspiracy theory part of my brain that goes what <laughs> and then I shut down because I. I look at my phone, my Facebook, and I get back on real life on Twitter. Well, I'll tell you, and but there's there's a degree to which, and I mean, even in even in a really rational sense, I mean, historically, um, you know, Lockheed, Martin Marietta before they before they joined forces, Boeing, you know, these guys they all bid on military contracts, so they already have an extraordinarily high amount of security clearance, and they yeah. do have um, more uh, civilian wings to you no know, pun intended to like what they do, but. I, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, they they are so closely interlocked, and and so much important U.S. governmental research is being done by these private companies. That I, you know, I think it's a flip of the coin. You know, oh, are we a are we a private company on government land? Are we a government company on private land? You know, what, what's yeah. what? I don't I, like. What's the difference? There's too I, much mixture that I even really and, see the difference now. And I'd be willing to bet that that if you looked at twelve different you know, office sites that they, they, those rules are different for everyone. Like, Oh, it was a little bit easier if the government owns this one, but then we just, but it's all Lockheed Martin employees, yeah. you know, or, or other way around. Oh, this is actually an air force site, but Lockheed Martin wasn't using this building. So they just moved all these air force guys into, to, to, you know, I yeah. th- I think their relationship is so close that it's just uh you know, it's a roll of the dice as to how, mm-hmm. what the, where that line is on any individual location. Yeah. I mean, the, the, it was interesting. Actually, the interesting part for me too went into the questions, and I wasn't able to look a lot of these things up. I don't know if you covered them, or they might be something a basis for a show down the road. I'm not sure, but like, the, so I, I I typed out the questions, and one of the the first one that was asked was, "Are black triangles military or extraterrestrial?" Now, I've never heard of black triangles. Mm. I think they may be referring to some kind of maybe a ship that's being I, I like a like a like a, a weapon of some sort. But they're they're in they they're spotted in the sky as UFOs. Okay. That's a it's a common sighting these days. Okay, uh, and they refer to them as black triangles because they're they're uh, triangle shaped. They've got some lights on the bottom, and a lot of times, uh, if they don't just like hover in one spot and just you know be really um, intimidating, <laughs> they they'll do the the maneuvers that normal aircraft can't do. Yeah. You know, and shoot off and stuff. 
but that's that's black triangles in the sky. That's one of the uh, the more common things these days that's cited. Okay, and he said he the guy the the gentleman who asked uh, Nick said he said it's hard to answer. Could be both based on design theories. Mm-hmm. Could be us. Could be above. And uh, and I mean obviously, and, and I think that any listener is also thinking. Well, I mean, the stealth bomber is a giant black triangle. You know, yeah, even, exactly. Even yeah. the um, the the hawk. Yeah, I want to. I want to say, oh, the well, the, the 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 what is the? It's not the F eighteen, but it is the smaller stealth strike fighter they used in Gulf War One that they almost never use anymore because it can't hold very much ordnance. But the Delta wing, yeah, they're they're all Delta wing. They're all very compact designs, um, and they they, they just look like black triangles. So, mm-hmm. and I, I think well. that that feeds a big part of that. And I I didn't want to interrupt, but I knew I had to get that out because I think that's what everyone's thinking. Like, well, I mean. You know, the stealth bomber is a giant black triangle. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those blade blade aircraft kind yeah. of things. I think the Lockheed F-117 Nighthawk. That's it. Nighthawk. Yep. Yeah. That was me coming up with the top of my mind. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't research that at all. Nope. I didn't type one letter of that into he just Google. Had to, he had to go into his mind Did palace to find it. <laughs> uh, the other thing, too, is I, I mentioned before, one of the questions, is aerospace indus- industry releasing items now or taking their time? And he said... You know, they're 20 to 50 years ahead of us. They're doing it on their own time frame because they don't need to. I mean, at this point, we don't have the need to be so weaponized, so advanced. So, you know, they take their time. Yeah, we're, we're currently, what is in production is still 10 to 15 years ahead of everybody else anyway. Exactly. No, no reason to gild that lily. Exactly. We, we kind of get the sloppy fifths of technology. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that band. Yeah, and I wouldn't use that phone. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, uh, like whatever we get, whatever we're able to hold and do in our hands now, uh, technology-wise, boys, is um, <laughs> is after they have wrung every bit of uh, technology they want out of their yeah. uh, experiments and things. And well, which is and and there and like not to defend it entirely, but there are there are like there are some very good rational reasons for that. I mean, um, it is extraordinarily expensive to develop a new technology and what the government costs i mean that's why we have a defense budget that is better than than anybody's i mean that's why it's so expensive is because to to create a new technology test it refine it and then put it into production is expensive because there's no factory that makes them there's they have to build the factory that makes the machines mm-hmm. that goes into the new factory to make the part that you want for your new thing and that's extraordinarily expensive and the government just takes those hits because it's worth it to have the cutting edge technology, but it takes another, you know, 10, 15 and sometimes 20 years for that cost of production to come down to where, you know, the three of us sitting in a living room can afford to buy something like that. Exactly. Yeah. There there are some good economic reasons for that. And I'm not saying they're not withholding things because they certainly are. And to a certain extent, I think they should. I don't think we should have access to all the technology they're doing. There's no need for it. I mean, right. It's, you know, I'm sure that our cell phones served a, a proper militaristic, important patriotic reason, and then as soon as they said, "Well, we can put a game on this. Let's sell it to the public. Let's right. get it out there." I mean, it's it's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a huge like the. I'm not a huge person to say those government secrets, those projects should be known to the people. I don't. I don't have an interest. I don't want to know some of those. Right. Uh. So yeah, it, them being twenty to fifty years ahead, I'm cool. That doesn't bother me at all. Here's something that I, one of the questions I asked that the answer was interesting. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but one person asked if the, if there was evidence, specific evidence that the project blue book was still in existence. I wrote operational cause I always think of death stars. Nice. 
And he said, just simply goes, check out the Black Vault. He said, I guess the Black Vault's like an online website I didn't get a chance to look at that has all of this information in it. He just said, he just said, check out the Black Vault. And just sort of throwing tone. a smoke bomb down yeah. and and running away. And then faked his assassination. Cyanide pill. He broke a tooth off. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he I've said gone that, too far. <laughs> he said he said that Eisenhower met aliens in '54. Uh, someone said, "What can people do?" He said, "Read the right books, follow the right people, and prepare yourself." And like some of those things, but it was actually honestly the Black Vault was. Black Vault was the one that that interests me the most because I just want to see what someone has probably spent their yeah. entire life compiling. We'll have to look up that. Yeah, me too. Up and see. Yeah. So, that, not me. I won't look at it. Oh, no. someone actually did. I thought I knew you guys would like this one. Uh, he wanted to know where the aliens were coming from. He said, "This was the guy asking the question." He said, "The ocean, dormant volcanoes, caves, and then popped his head and goes hollow earth." Nice. <laughs> and then he I answered paid that guy twenty bucks, <laughs> and he just answered. Nick answered, "There's no concrete perf." It's like, oh, come on! Can't you speak on hollow earth? Yeah, I thought oh. this was a serious conference. <laughs> so yeah, that was beyond deep black that I went to. Then I went to a second cool. one, which was the big, uh, intro to paranormal investigation, and I will say this right away: it was disappointing. Because oh. it was just, it, it was, was a, it was an actual uh, university class. Pretty much, yeah. It was like it was like a one hundred and one class, and <laughs> and it wasn't covered some. I mean, everything he covered, I recognized from the shows. Talked about orbs. Talked about you know detection, like how. And actually, one thing I did like about it was he said we are we are trying to debunk things first because what happens is a lot of people call us and they say, oh, this thing is happening. Well, X, Y, and Z, that's why it's happening. So, you know, you're, if, you, if you have strange smells in your house, it's because you have things in your house that capture odors, and then they come out of those. Like, wood traps a lot of odors, and then they'll come out of the wood depending on the weather. Also, so, the strokes that you've been having. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Haunted by burning toast. <laughs> Uh, so that one was a little, I, I wish, honestly, looking back, I should have went to the Goatman talk, but that when I actually passed that, that room was full packed well, to the path. Of that's the okay because we're going to have our private Goatman talking Ooh. because you guys don't have to get back into the pub. To hear it. <laughs> this was a nice pub. So yeah, yeah that, that was, was, that was a, a great part of it. They, they actually had a functioning tap. Yeah. In hand and yeah. it was an Irish cultural center. A lot of people, a lot should, of people we, we should, be recording, themselves. should be recording there more often. <laughs> there was even a little cafe by the uber dork people oh yeah which is actually an actual cafe i didn't actually like i thought they just put up a little i sign, thought that too and then someone said no uber dork is a cafe in menominee falls so they should check it out i was like all right well, cool that's awesome I, I i thought they were just like oh it'd be funny to call it this yeah oh that's what an actual business did so i, I think i think that's where i, I mean okay. that's basically that's basically it. it was it was not in a very exciting talk yeah. and actually ended up leaving because it was just turned into like hit this guy's one-man show and yeah, it wasn't yeah. interesting. It just it was. I should have went to Goldman, and you got that, that was actually I think the last thing you said because you're gonna have a private chat with Goldman. Yeah, he's got a name. He's not Goldman. <laughs> it's Robert Goldman. So that that yeah. that's a that's what what happened. Yeah, that's that's the chron <laughs> that's the chronicling of our adventure. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Really happy we went. Um, really really met some cool people, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. uh, I'm excited to to get to talk to. Uh, some people we've got to figure out our Skype situation. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We got to. We've got to get more technology. We have to get smarter, faster, stronger. Honestly, being there, I would. I, if you guys can do it for next year, I would put yourselves out to to moderate a panel because I think watching you guys moderate a panel amongst, you know, you 
you're respectful enough, but you also would be asking questions that would demand answers. Plus, you'd be funny about it. Like you'd make it a little, you'd make it lively. Some of some of the speakers, you could tell that they're very used to writing and talking to their friends about. It. They're not very, they're not as as adept at presenting. I would love it because that I know that I went into the main hall for a brief second. I was kind of stretching my legs just to see what was happening in the main hall, and there was like a panel discussion. And one of the people in that panel was trashed. It was that oh, super super yeah. drunk girl? Oh, and, and then she came later and talked to us. Yeah, yeah, she did. And so I, I would love to moderate it where the where the participants are like vibble vabble, mad. You shut up. <laughs> Welcome to Sasquatch. He's a player. I'm Dave Steckley. <laughs> And then I'll pass out. I'll be sober for it. T, the guy that that put it on the the whole conference, uh, he mentioned next year setting up some kind of stage to let people like us, the pod- that's right, podcasters and stuff, do uh, a little spiel, do a, do a you know fifteen yeah. minute segment or something. That'd be great. I'd, I think that'd be a ton of fun. Yeah, be be awesome, and we could you know probably talk to somebody live or something mm-hmm. there and. Uh, Talk to Matt Bear Pig Face. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'd get him up on stage in a heartbeat. It could be a shit. That would be the best thing. And and now, see, regret's the hardest thing to live with. An interview (laughs) with Big Man Bear Pigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mr. Big Man Bear Pigfoot. So, 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 just call uh, me Big. I'm I'm (laughs) a Sasquatch. Mr. Pigfoot. Sure, you are. Bear Pigfoot. (laughs) Please, please. Man Bear. Man Bear. It's a hyphenated big, last name. Big man bear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that uh, <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to uh, next year. We're out, it, it was such a success. I mean, we're we'll keep trying to look up uh, cons to go to and and stuff. And yeah. even if we can't get ourselves a table to you know hawk our our finger danglers, um, <laughs> which is the thing we were giving away little yeah. finger puppets. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll still, I think it will be fun to go and, and actually listen to some of these speakers and, you know, yeah. see, yeah. see what, uh, what's what and try and meet some more people. It's definitely worthwhile. So that's, uh, that's the Milwaukee Paracon for you. Yeah. Then Woo, 2015, any, uh, we're, we're going to do some, uh, listener mail, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to, We've got a plan for that too. We're we're, we're going to bring it to you on our way back to Chicago. Yeah, oh, right. fun. Yeah, to put the the button on our on our remote recording, we're going to do a, a a mobile listener mail. <laughs> I won't be reading; I'll be driving. That's right, driving and commenting. We're we're doing it out of uh, a deference to to Mister Bach having uh, an actual life to yeah. live. <laughs> Zombie Master writes, "Dear dear, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> uh, so yeah, so great, got to get going. So we're going to wrap it up here. That's all we got. I mean, in a, in a, um, I, do we do we do a nutshell? nutshell for, yeah, for of course buttons? we do. We always do a nutshell. Uh, uh, a, a nutshell made of, of fine breweries. Oh, that was man. dumb. That was really dumb. Just cut that and burn like that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Yes. <laughs> well, a nutshell you'd find at a bar and have them with a beer, a Schlitz, a Blatz, a Paps, or blah. <laughs> <laughs> or blah. That's or blah. Uh, oh, how about we do a um, a, a sizable nutshell that uh, is actually uh, not quite big enough, which yeah. which makes it a even more awesome. A densely packed nutshell. Yeah, a shell with more nut interest than it anticipated. <laughs> oh, double yeah. a nutshell that I I respect a little more now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
It's time for Listener Mail Mobile Audio Mayhem Edition. We're driving in a car, so that's right. Laura has to do the reading so that neither of us do the dying. We're driving in the mailmobile right now. <laughs> correspondence, 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 correspondence. Listener man. <laughs> Pun. <laughs> like. Chert. Chert. Let's. <laughs> let's focus. <laughs> I was focused. That was that guy's fault. Let's um. Let's start off with uh, an email from Connor the Wordsmith. Oh, Connor the Wordsmith. That's all I got. That's it. <laughs> Connor just listened to the Found Them Youth episode and, and is going to catch up over the weekend when he wrote this, which was a while ago. I was going to say, it's probably like the, the Christmas weekend. I don't know how bad we Christmas are. weekend. Uh, he comes not with puns. Not! But with a warning shot for Stecco. Damn it! He says, I'm fine with jokes about disturbed. However, <laughs> bringing. Wait, you bring in Avenged Sevenfold. Bringing Avenged Sevenfold into the mix. <laughs> I remembered which band I said! <laughs> is crossing a bit of a line. <laughs> listen, listen. They're the, they're the single most important and influential band in his life. And they are the ones who helped him form the musical stylings he holds dear to his heart. All he asks is that we leave them out of it. <laughs> it bothers him. Your 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 laughter is is not but daggers in Connor's heart. Oh my God! Well, I mean, listen, I'm not a good person, but I didn't. But to, to accidentally hit the the emotional trigger jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> it's glorious. Well. I'm sorry, Connor. I I didn't mean to offend. I I actually don't know that I've ever heard anything from events. Oh, I have. They're the guys that got that one sign that goes, Wah! Oh my god. Connor is Connor's gonna murder ball us. Uh, no, 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 no. I was kidding. That's not them. Avenge Sevenfold, their, their song is the... Why can we not be sober? I just want to start things over. It's fun to, to sing in a car while you're driving. I, That's yeah. Avenge Sevenfold, right? Am I right? I, I'm sorry, I can't back you off. I'll, I'll look them up, though. I mean... I know it was. So I know. I know. You you you're just you're you're a cock. I am. You're I'm, a complete an, cock. I'm like Woody Woodpecker and Connor's just trying to enjoy the concert and I just keep f***ing it up. Well, that was a tool song. It was a that was tool I was singing. I know that one. So, Connor, we'll lay off of Vince Sevenfold for you. <laughs> we we know not of we, what will we what, of what we, we speak anyway. We, but um He's working on a large construct of a pun. Should we, we should Good. be ready. Good. I think the only way to keep the Avenged Sevenfold mockery at bay is with a steady supply of puns. Consider yourself blackmailed. <laughs> He's, uh, he recently got a friend, codenamed Squish, to listen to us. Nice! Hello, Squish! I think, uh, I think he's hankering for a, for a live show. So um, are we. We're, 
we're getting stymied in our attempts to book a theater right now, but just know that we are we're trying really hard, and it's, it's actually frustrating me. I was hoping to have better news by now. That's, that's true from the both of us, but uh, thank you, Connor. We, uh, we definitely hope you can make the trip out. He lives two states over, he says, so we can make the trip out to uh, Chicago and uh, watch us if, when, when we get our venue locked down. Then we can have a beer together. Oh, and he man. can uh, murder ball you if he so chooses. That's right, yeah. You can take a sip of the bottle, then break it against the bar and take a core sample out of my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Connor. Thanks, Connor. Next one is from the Earl of Wales. The Earl of Wales? Yes, not oh, Wales. Why is he writing? Not Wales, but who Wales? <laughs> Wales. He's oh. writing us. He's got a long-winded pun for us. Oh, sweet. H.P. Lovecraft's early works were actually inspired by a schizophrenic woman who lived in the neighborhood he grew up in. She'd sit on her stoop, spout off random syllables and gibberish that little Lovecraft would sort of weave together into stories. Unfortunately, before his first book was published, the woman became unresponsive to her friends and family. This development eventually led to her death, but as a way to immortalize her, he decided to name a location in his story after her. Thus... Miss Catatonic University was founded. <laughs> nice! He throws a high five for uh, the Alex Jones impressions. Hooray. <laughs> Mainly yes. because his dad watches him near religiously. Oh. And he oh. promotes any opportunity to mock that man. You see, we've been making fun of him for months! <laughs> <laughs> True story, bro. Thank you, Earl of Wales. <laughs> Got one from Amused Muse. Amused Muse! <laughs> Amused Muse says the archives have been tackled hard, and Amused Muse is trying to find the secret origins of Bashar and the cat that says, Y'all should leave. Oh, uh, let's see here. I think. I know one of them. Yeah, the Bashar is for one of our. It's got to be one of our first five episodes. Uh, it may be the channeling episode too. Oh, maybe it is because we were just looking up channeling and random stuff, and we found a thing about because the, there's a, a guy named Bashar, and he had an event called the Cetacean Transformation that was like in Hawaii and costs a trillion dollars to go to. And so that's and so we were like, well, and so the character of Bashar naturally, yeah, would. Be trying to sell a cetacean transformation tickets. And then and Y'all Should Leave comes from St. Patrick's Day, the, our first drinking uh, episode, The Irish Legends, because we talked about St. Patrick, and then there was the little voice yeah. that was like, Y'all Should Leave. And then it sort of morphed into the Totsil Verm yeah, after but, the Miss Cryptid contest. But yeah, just to say, hey, y'all, y'all should leave. Y'all should leave. That's I think that's from the Irish Legends episode. So. There, there's your origin stories there. <laughs> Not as good as Batman's, but I, we promise never to retcon it either. Yeah. So. Uh, she says there's a card game called Yetisburg, Sweet. And, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, wait, wait, wait. Is it uh, two, two one, pro-slavery and anti-slavery Sasquatches <laughs> facing off <laughs> through a hail of musket fire and having their limbs chopped off without anesthetic? Because that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Or is it just one Yeti giving a speech that inspires a nation? <laughs> Thank you very much. Amused uh, Muse. 
news. Some use news. I'm here, news. I'm here, Hey, guess who this one's from? Uh, I'm gonna guess. Wait, okay. wait, shut up. I'm gonna guess. Is it from Josie? Yes. Yeah! Nailed it! Super psychic. Never gonna wreck this car because I know the future. <laughs> Hold on, let me just look into the future. Oh, oh God, Flora, we gotta get out of this car right now. We have got to get out of this car right now. No! Nah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't there's know. A, there's a great response. Hey, Josie. Hello, Josie. Good to hear from you. I haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, she's 12 minutes into Carl Jung, and we are ridiculously drunk, she says. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. a word of it a lie. You, you know what? 12, you could stop there. Yeah. You don't have to go any further. Unless you like history. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> she says, we're, we're drunk like British students' level of drinking. <laughs> well, I'd like to, I mean, at least, at least when she thought, hey, these guys are drunk, she was like, education system. I don't know. Like, at least it was clear that we were students. Maybe I'm maybe I'm choosing to misinterpret that <laughs> that comparison. I don't know if we do. We we don't get to choose yeah. at that point. No, um, she says in uh, uh, she's got some notes from the Fountain of Youth episode. Uh -huh. In most European countries, they have an aging population, so therefore they have increases to the pension age because people need to work longer as they're dying later in life than they used to. That does, however, make it difficult for young people to get into stable work uh, and this aging trend has led to the increase of zero hour contracts in her personal opinion in England at least I don't know what a zero hour contract is I don't think I do either <laughs> I understand that uh, living longer you would push the, the pension age back and stuff and they've been toying with social security here in the states I think haven't yeah. they yeah they're always talking about I it I mean it's always a fight to even keep it going but they're well, also thinking of pushing the age back. I think we should roll the entire historical clock back that if you can't defend your job in physical combat, you don't get to keep it. Did they do it with doctors? No, I just invented it. Okay. But it seems like a good idea. Well, that maybe that's a zero-hour contract. Yeah. If you win, the clock starts. Look at this Chevy Spark. It looks like a jelly bean someone put wheels on. <laughs> it does. Does it, does it taste like snozberries if I lick it? <laughs> she has mixed feelings on the new uh, noise for puns, but she does like how the children start, start to sound disappointed in their cheer. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I feel like there's still more work to be done on the pun sound. Have, feel, have you become a, a sound effect snob? You know, it's just, you know, you, I mean, Flora, you know when you nail it, you know it. But I don't feel like we've nailed it yet. And... Uh, what if we tried it without the uh, slide whistle? Okay. Which I know in the past I've defended. I'm just trying. I'm trying to say there's no wrong answers. Let's just go to town on this. Let's try it without the slide. The slide whistle next time. Okay. Well, I'll I'll do a sample right now just to see how it works. Okay. Then we can. People, it what do you out think of this one, Josie? What do you think of this one? I'm not going to lie, we just said that in a car, so I can't even comment on it. Uh, there's no reason to pretend I know what sound just happened. But without the slide whistle, I'm inclined to think it sounds better. And Josie, I appreciate... Watch you know, this. You, I Watch this Jagoff over have, here. What is yeah, he doing? I have no f***ing idea. Wow. But it's not legal. But that was us. <laughs> 
She's got a carload of kids. Yep, and she's just driving on the shoulder so she could wedge herself in front of us because that extra 10 feet right. matters. Podcasting on the run. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I saw in my premonition of the of a grim and, and immediate future. Yeah, there's nothing more fun than throwing a mama deuce. Boom! <laughs> Ask yourself, listeners, did Dave Stecco really just flip off a mom? You are goddamned right he did. Um, Josie says she's got a quest. Uh, <laughs> Moving on <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta. No, I, I fully support you, but um, she's got a question for listener Marty Queen. You remember oh, Marty? Oh yeah, Queen? yeah, yeah. Um, she Who's says also from England, from Yorkshire. Yeah, she says, how can you do uni work to blurry photos? Josie legit can't because she gets too wound up in listening and laughing instead of doing her work. Oh. Oh, you know, you're I, a delight. I find a similar problem at work. I because when I, at least for me, when I record an episode, I don't necessarily remember it, and so yeah. when it, when it comes out, I'm I'm listening to it kind of in a way for the first time, and uh, I I also have a hard time doing both. I, I usually end up having to turn it off till I'm done with work. Got a pun for us? All right, puns. You know how ideas well up inside of people? Yes, I do. Well, some animators have managed to find a something that gives them long-lost ideas. What's that? It's the Fountain of Bluth. Like, like, like Don Bluth? Like Don Bluth. Nice! Yep. Wow, that is... Deep cut. Yeah, that is a deep cut. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Josie. Good to hear from you. Yeah, good to hear from you, Josie. Forsooth, Dave, what letter through yonder mailbag breaks... Vidi, what could it be, fairest Flora? It is the emailist, and Juliet is the writer. Oh! <laughs> it's usually my response yeah. to all that Sh- stuff. Anything Shakespearean. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh well met, Juliet. Hello, Juliet. Uh, she's been listening for a couple months and going back through the catalog. And she just listened to the Thunderbirds episode, has some thoughts, and Dave, get this. What? She has experience with falconry and raptors. Oh, yeah! She says, while you make a good point about how easy it is to misjudge the size of a bird in flight, she thinks a lot of people don't realize how big a bird like a golden eagle, uh, a ferruginous hawk, is that how you say that? Ferruginous? A Ferengi hawk. They're, They're mostly merchants. Or great horned owl is up close. Well, she says, that's true. Whoever whoever sees them up close. Well, she says the birds are all native to North America and all have wingspans of five feet or more. And if you're standing near them and their claw and their claws, you'll very quickly realize they are about the size of an adult's torso. Jesus, North American raptors ain't nothing to f- with. <laughs> <laughs> The Wing Tang Clan. <laughs> nice! Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, she does take issue oh! with our debunking of the Thunderbird on the issue of prey. On that note, though, all okay. the above mentioned birds are large, but they eat much less and much smaller prey than one would think, most getting by with two to three mice every few days. That said, she thinks the best candidate for most Thunderbird sightings is likely the Great Horned Owl. It's often active during daylight hours, which people don't expect, and can be aggressive toward people in its territory to the point of attacking, at which point she imagines it would look enormous. 
Yeah, if it's flapping right up to your face. Yeah, good point. And she says, back to the Thunderbird myths, she doesn't know if we missed it or didn't have time, probably the former. Uh, Mount Hood and Mount Jefferson in Oregon were said to be nesting sites for them, and a certain type of agate geode found in the area is said to be fossilized thunder eggs. Really? Pretty I, cool, huh? I never saw that. That's awesome. We had a, a lot of discussion just yesterday about Thunderbirds. Uh, some We had somebody who was particularly interested in, in Thunderbird oh, mythology yeah. yesterday at the... Swinging uh, by the old con. Yeah. And one more point she makes. <laughs> uh, and a, it's, a, it's a point, Juliet, that uh, we sadly have uh, come to, to know and embrace. The <laughs> sound of the eagle sound that yeah. we throw out. Not an eagle. Red-tailed no. hawk. Red-tailed hawk. The not official raptor of the state of Maine. Right. Uh, we we know that. Um, we haven't used it in a while. Because we haven't had to talk about freedom, but it's coming up to July, so yeah. we'll probably use it a lot. So, I guess, I don't know. We, we've debated calling it hawk scream. We've debate, debated just leaving it as eagle sound. How about um, the, what about just the cry of freedom? Freedom cry. Yeah, I like right. that more. That that at least is open to interpretation and not straight up wrong by saying eagle sounds. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, thank you, Juliet, for your insight into uh, raptor raptors yeah. and and falconry and all that stuff. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad that uh, we have somebody who knows what they're talking about yeah, to, to keep oh, us straight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm always I'm always happy to have an expert on hand. Thank you. That's going to do it for uh, mobile mail. Yeah. <laughs> we, the rolling mailbag. We, we really kind of like this, and I hope the audio turns out well enough. I want to call it the mail wagon. Mail wagon. Thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, you can always go to iTunes and help us out by giving us a, a glowing review of the five-star variety if you haven't yet. You can go to Facebook and like us, naturally. Duh. Go to uh, Twitter and follow us at blurry underscore photos. Donate if you if you like if you like that kind of thing. We do. I think you should donate even if you don't like it. If you it's don't good like, for you. It's you a good donate. muscle to work out. No one likes going to the gym. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. You can go to com slash blurry photos and yep. get yourself a free audiobook download. Get yourself a uh, 30-day trial membership. We love it. We still I listen to all of Gun, Guns, Germs, and Steel. Yep. On, on my trip to Kentucky, e. and uh, you know, if you don't like it, you're not committed. You don't. You don't sign yeah. your soul. There's no devil involved. Unless Stop you get thinking a, there's a devil involved. <laughs> I think that's the official tagline of that service. So. <laughs> Audible. There's no devil involved. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that'll that'll do it. Hey, yeah. One thing you can keep in mind: miscrypted. Oh yeah. A what? month late. It's, it's that much riper. A, mu- a month riper. It's more juice in it. Coming up next, uh, well, probably this week. Yeah, yeah, so, I don't think we're going to wait because we've got one in the cut already, ready to go. Yeah, we, we've we got a lot, of, a lot of good things lined up. And even better, we made some great contacts over the weekend. We've got, uh, I think we're going to get to start doing some, like, on-site recording, going to some haunted places and see if we can freak ourselves out. Yep. Wouldn't it be great if our smug asses got scared so bad that we had to run out of a building? I'd love it. I'd love it. I wish something like that would happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Yeah, so uh, so we're signing off mail so that you can listen to the portion where we talk more and then sign off. So signing so, off... So signing off mobile mail. Sale, yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, for, for this uh, uh, bonus uh, that, that we're bringing to you, I am David Big Man Barefoot yeah, Flora. Yeah, it was a race. Whoever said it first got it, and that's absolutely fine. Because... I am Dave, the existential crisis of the Bigfoot Research Organization, Stecco. Wow, and I think I am Greg Beyond Deep Bach. Oh, oh yeah. nice. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> wow. We tried to match. We tried yeah, to match. we tried to match. I, I was just, I was yes handing him, and, and then it's over. Last shout out to uh, Bridget's Amazing Food. Bye. Bye. Bye.